welcome back to the Sideshow Podcast. Yep, that's right. With Michelle and Justin. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's another week. Things are going well with you, uh, Miss Michelle? Yeah, I think so. You think so? Yeah. No, well, okay. I I bit my tongue. That's the worst. The other day, I can't even remember when I bit it, but it, I bit it like far back. So it's a little bit swollen way in the back. So it feels weird to talk. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's getting in the way and it's annoying. And you know you're going to bite it Because it swells up and it bites again. The yeah. cheek is also a bad uh, culprit of that. Yeah, so I feel like I have a bad lisp or something. As a grown-up, do you find it is more, um, I don't know, more shaming or embarrassing? Embarrassing is not the right word because I think people make mistakes. But my point is, is that do you feel less about your abilities as a grown-up when you just randomly trip on a flat piece of yes, surface? Of or when you bite your tongue? I think when... You randomly trip. Right. Because you feel like once once that happens to you as an adult, when you're just walking on a flat piece of ground right. and you trip yeah. and whether or not you fall, it you just feel like you're getting old. Yeah. <laughs> you just feel like I am so old that I can't even walk anymore. Uh, that's so funny. I never, like- I never equated the age. I was just thinking that that's the one thing that you... You, no matter what, you you laugh embarrassingly and look around to see yeah. who saw you. Like, no, it was so funny because uh, Sharon, the producer of Conway's show, you know, every once in a while I w- I'm at work, I can't find him, 640. I'm at work and I was working late one day. So I was working like 12 to 8 or whatever. So I was around during the Conway show. And uh, she comes in my office and she goes, I just fell. And I go, what do you mean you just fell? She said, I'm walking out of the lunchroom. And I don't know. I just felt, and my immediate thought was she just had back surgery oh, no. a couple, like, eight weeks oh, ago. Oh, this was after that. Yeah, oh, no. and she was just, like, recovering, and I'm like, is your back okay? And she's like, yeah, no, I'm fine, but I just ate it. She, she goes, I don't know what happened. I just tripped on something and just fell on my face. It was very embarrassing. And somebody in the sales department had been sitting there and saw her, the whole thing and saw her fall and was like, oh, my God, are you okay? <laughs> She's like, yeah, I don't so know what full, happened. She full blown, like on the ground. Oh yeah, arms, just everything laid out, just laid out. Yeah, and she was like, and look at my knee. And we put ice on her knee. I and can't all. remember the last time I've had lots of like what I've had, which is I think the new embarrassment is walking and looking at my phone. Well, that's just stupid. And I like to think that I'm not that guy, but <laughs> you're that guy. But how many times can you almost run into things? Yeah. I haven't actually full blown run into something yet. I used to have this really bad habit of. When I would walk, and it was because I would wear, okay, they, for a while, Skechers had these shoes that had, like, I want to say basically lifts, but they were basically high, you know, sneakers, and they were called Skechers tone-ups or whatever. There was actually a lawsuit about them, people hurting themselves. These are the ones that had, like, the arc. Like, yeah, they like, were, like, they were, they were. Like walking on a half circle. Yeah, they were super, super comfortable, and they, and they made you, like, two inches taller, <laughs> which is great. But they were supposed to tone, you know, you're like, it was all bullshit. <laughs> but um, they, they looked cool. And I used to have like five pairs of them just because I used to love to wear them. They were super comfortable. But I had this really nasty habit when I had them of spraining my ankle. Like my ankle would just kind of give out. out. Yeah. And I would sprain it. And my husband would be like, do you think it's because of the shoes you're wearing? I'm like, no, of course not. Um, but yeah, so that was embarrassing because I'd just be walking and then all of a sudden my ankle would give out and be like, what the heck? Thankfully I never broke my ankle, but there was a lawsuit against those shoes and I actually got $120 back from Skechers because I had three pairs. I think I paid $40 a pair. That's profit. Yeah. You gained 80 bucks off those shoes. Exactly. Worth every penny. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Oh, I wanted to show you something first. Oh. So I'm off this coming week for the 4th of July Mm -hmm. and I'm trying to you know, 
get my house ready to sell. So I'm doing a little cleaning and decluttering and stuff like that. And I found this really cool thing online that I that's totally awesome. I don't know if you've ever seen it. I don't think okay. so. Let's see. Okay. Let's it's see. called the drill brush. <laughs> yes, I okay. have seen this. So, And I never knew this existed before. But it's basically this is a like brush. perfect for you. Yeah, it's it's a couple of different size brushes. Yeah, that you can clip to any kind of a like it's got a keyless chuck. You could even see this right here, this divot. Yeah, that could go on an impact. That's what that works. If you have an impact driver, so it's a it's a screw gun that has like a it pulsates almost like so it hammers the screw while right. it screws it in. But basically, you put it into a drill because it's got a drill bit on the end of it. And you stick it into the drill and you tighten it up yeah. and then you can clean any surface. Yeah. So I'm now obsessed with these because they come in uh, a couple of different brush stiffnesses. Like I got the yellow, uh, yellow and green are medium stiffness, which is like for bathrooms and kitchens. And then the red one is for outdoors, which I don't know why I bought the red one. <laughs> Must have some surface I need to clean. <laughs> But there, it's it's I've never seen it before. This isn't an ass scene on, on TV. I've seen them on TV, but it's not. It doesn't have the ass no. scene. Did you just get this in a hardware store? I got or? it on Amazon. Oh, on Amazon. I yeah. think I saw well, an ad for it on Facebook, which is like I'm a total sucker for stuff that's uh, advertised to me on Facebook. And I went to look at it to see if it was bullshit. And How do they work? They're awesome. Yeah, they're awesome. Like it took me half the time what, to clean so my bathroom. So far, is your favorite? Is it the bathroom? What's the favorite thing you've cleaned? Like the, the shower. The shower the in shower. the grout. Like you got grout the, in there. In the grout and then like in the corners and you know if like sometimes in a shower if like because my bathroom fan isn't working right yeah. now. Um, if if you don't if it doesn't uh, dry out enough, yep. you'll get a little bit of mildew yep. down in the bottom. That's so that's annoying. And that's what I used it for. What do you got? Awesome. What do you do? Do you just got to put some soap in it, or is it just water? I just you put, I just throw a little, you know, bathroom cleaner. Like uh -huh. I spray a little bathroom cleaner, and, this, and then it's and it's awesome. That's <laughs> the badass. Ever, I love it. it. There's, I really feel like there for as, as much as, as as cynical as people could be about the world, there could not be a better time to be alive than right now. I know. There's so much stuff. I mean, so much cool. Remember stuff. the remember the green, the old lime, like not even lime green, the deep green, like scouring pads. Now oh, you yeah, have yeah, yeah. the sponge and scouring pad. You get a twofer. Mm -hmm. Back in the day, my mom would scrub the bathroom with just a, a not even a quarter inch thick piece of like scruffiness, right? And comets just bleach in a powder you form have to and just, uh, just scrub uh, and scrub and you know, scrub. Yeah, just got to get it in there. Yeah, and it's it's great because my dad easily. Could have taken some JB Weld and just put it around something <laughs> on a on a, a cordless screw gun. He had a Makita and he could have done that, but right. nobody ever would have thought of that. Yeah, no, I think it's and it's awesome. So now I have, I love that. I just That's great. great. I love that. So I wanted to ask you because I saw the video that you posted uh, on your Instagram. I don't know if it was on your. It Instagram. was on Instagram and the Facebook page for uh, the Dad Podcast. Yeah, Dad and, Podcast on Instagram. And it was uh, a video of you mm -hmm. and uh, you were talking to your lovely wife Natalie, yep. and yep. she was detailing the gift for the uh, guests that yeah. came to your son's. Son Jack's birthday party. Yeah, Jack turned seven on uh, June eighteenth. Seven years old. Seven years old, and wow. uh, so he and he's my younger one. And it, it's I've talked about on the dad podcast a lot about how the the roles of the, like the situations of birthday parties have have shifted from when I was a kid. And I know that. And so she goes. She my wife goes all out. She she For birthday the parties. kids go what she, literally. I could not imagine none of us listening to this right now could ever imagine our parents coming to us and go, 
What theme would you like your birthday party to be? <laughs> I know you're lucky if you got whatever you got. I, one time when I was 12, I had to ask my dad for a birthday party. <laughs> and he goes, what? I go, can I 12. Can I have a birthday party? Like have some friends over some pizza and maybe a cake or something? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought you'd grown out of that. Like, <laughs> Never grow out of a birthday party. <laughs> it's so weird. And it, well, to a certain extent I had, I think really what it was is that by the time I was 12, I was making my own money. And I think, I don't know, but I think I wanted it to be something on his dole. I think it's right. what I really was trying you to go for. To pay for it. Yeah, I just was like, I mean, because I could easily pay for pizza for my friends to come over and we could play some video games. Right. I, I don't know why, but I did. It just, and I've never been big on birthdays per se. Right. But anyway, so, uh, so Natalie yeah, so came to me and she says, uh, Jack wants a shark theme, so I'm I'm we're no wait. Why is shark themes? I don't know. They just randomly right picked the, the best part. Or is there a TV show that he's watching? No that sharks in it. They okay. get they get weird, uh, and it's not even that time. It's oh. funny. I didn't think of this, but they they love Shark Week. Mm-hmm. They love Shark. So does Week. my husband. I should have him come over and Dude, watch it. Seriously, we will babysit. For okay, you. <laughs> I'll go to the spa. You can babysit my husband. Natalie and I. No, to the spa. honestly, it would be really fun because uh, what I'll do is I'll take the TV that we have in the back over here. Uh-huh. And I'll pull it out, and then he and I could sit and have some bourbon and cigars and watch Shark Week together. <laughs> there you go. That's a win-win, like a right by the fire day. pit. Oh, come on, that's a man spa. Is I what that it. is. So anyway, the uh, so she she he chose Shark. I think it has something to do with Shark Week. My older son, because we talked about it recently, he wants a Deadpool themed uh, party, <laughs> which is going to be great for ten year olds. When is his birthday? His is in September. Okay, so he's. Uh, <laughs> He's, uh, my wife is already shopping around trying to find Deadpool, like, party favors. I'm like, it's uh-huh. not a kid's movie. But she did find uh, uh, center pieces for tables. Got whatever. it. Anyway, so she comes to me and she says, and you can see this unveiling uh, at Dad Podcast on uh, Instagram or on Facebook. And she goes, oh, do you want to see the goodie bags I got? And I was like, not really. <laughs> I don't. Because she, she like, it's a weird thing. I don't understand it. And maybe you can help me understand it because I know you are a fan. Because one a of huge the, fan. One of our, not only was it fun all around, but one of the highlights of your husband's birthday party was that there were goodie bags <laughs> for the adults. Yes. But they were also filled with kid things. Like yes. that was, that was the fun. It's like going, and to me, I was like, well, that's nostalgia is what it is. Now I've learned that, no, no, that's, that's what you would, it's not for nostalgia, it's, is it? It's no. I mean, I would do a little gift bag at almost any party I give. Um, but specifically for my husband's party, who, by the way, turned 51, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, because last year was 50. Um, yeah. And that was when you did the surprise dinner for him. Yeah, I did a surprise dinner for him. Uh, and I didn't do gift bags that year because the dinner was enough. Like mm. <laughs> it was like enough at a restaurant. But, um, but, my husband, when he was growing up, didn't have a lot of birthday parties, so he didn't oh. have a lot of stuff. He didn't have a so he never had a surprise party. That's why I did the surprise party last year, and then this year was a surprise party too. But we did a bowling party because he never had like a kids bowling. I mean, I remembered my mom did bowling parties for us when we were kids and all kinds of other things, but he never had any of that. So that's why I did the bowling party, and then I did gift bags, which had a bunch of fun little kid games and stuff in it, and like Super Bowls and stuff. And I also, but of course, to pay homage to adults, I also put in lottery tickets. That's right. I was trying to remember what <laughs> the adult lottery, element was. A lottery ticket. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of that because I just think it's a fun way to have a party. Yeah. And I don't, here's the thing. I, I got to be honest on this show, which is, 
I think a part of the reason why you'll see me roll my eyes at every little cute thing that she pulls out of there is I really feel like it's my role. Like, it's the dad role to kind sure. of be like, how much does this cost? Right. What was is coming? Like, and realistically, especially right now, like, she makes way more money than I right. do. <laughs> so she can do whatever the hell she wants. Which is also part of it. I mean, I am wired that I manage our money. Mm-hmm. And anytime it skews that way where she is making the majority of the money, the more of that difference is... The more I'm like, whatever you want, like, because right. I, I ain't eating if it ain't for you. So <laughs> far be it for me to go. So as long as I'm not, but my job is not let you put us in the poorhouse either. But right. if you want it, you got it, babe. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, she's going through these things. And I personally, I think, I think the thing about it is, is that there's a lot of toys like candy I could get. There's a lot of stuff in there that, that you're never going to use. Right. And you're like looking at it once. And it's, yeah, you look at it and then the kids take it home and they throw it away. And maybe I don't, maybe I'm more thinking of my own childhood and I wasn't, I wasn't into that kind of, you know, Mm -hmm. stuff when, or maybe it's because gifts aren't really my, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But point is I posted this video and it's funny because there's a lot of moms that listen to the other podcast too. And and I got a lot of blowback you may have seen on the comments (laughs) of like, because of me rolling my eyes and uh, you commented on how uh, you love that. And another mom who listens to the show also said she goes, that is my favorite part about organizing kid birthday parties. Oh, it's is the so game awesome. Bag. It's so fun. It's, yeah, it is. But I, it's it's fun just because your wife is just hilariously funny, even when she's not trying to be. So in her description of the little toys that came in this thing, it was just very, very funny. Yeah. Now, I did notice when I walked in today that there is a pool in the backyard. Yeah. Because I was going to ask you how the Dumb Dad project was going. And Not it looks good. like it went. Uh, it was put on hold because you had to put up a pool. Daddy's- I'm assuming for the kid's birthday party, for Jack's birthday party. Yeah, I'm knocking on the door of 40. And uh, the the body is not <laughs> is not hanging in there. Uh, so... I had a hernia surgery on uh, May 22nd, so then I was kind of uh, out of that for about two, three weeks, and so I took two or three weekends off from that, and then cut to Friday, right before, so this is this is the other part about Jack's birthday party, why I was so annoyed. We usually have, Jacob is different, a different kid altogether. When we first did Jacob's party, I said, what do you want to do for your birthday? And I was kind of concerned about how he was going to want to invite his, all, his whole class, and I was like, okay, I got to find a way to... Where can I take all of these people? Right. Because I knew they wouldn't all fit. If you get 20 some odd kids and all their parents in one space, it could be rough, you know? So I'm a big fan of going to the place, but it's kind of impersonal. I like to hang out and get to know people, mm-hmm. blah, blah. So anyway, I um, he said, I just want to have my friends over play some video games. And I was like, oh, he wants <laughs> to have them here. Like, ah. Oh. And I go, okay, well, who you think of inviting? And he rattled off three friends. Right. And I was like, Dope. Yes. Done. Done. And it was a great time. Like we, the party started at 11 o'clock. I grilled up some tri-tip. All the parents came. Kids would literally, they would go swimming and then they would go inside and play games. And then they come out and go swimming again and they go inside and play games in like kind of half hour intervals. Right. While the parents are just eating and drinking cocktails, talking, getting to know each other. All the parents are super cool. We all became buddies and the party did not end until 1130 that night. (laughs) It was awesome. That's the awesome. kids had a great time. The adults had a great time. It was tons of fun. The kids made s'mores by the fire pit. It was it was great. So this year, Jack is having his friends. So he wants to invite his whole class because he's a different kid. He likes to hang out with everybody. He's not. Jacob likes a social circle. Right. Uh, kind of like me, I think. And so anyway, I was uh, Natalie organizes the parties and I'm always teasing her about how she always does everything last minute. So I come home from a long day working in production at iHeart and I just sit down for dinner and she goes, and we're doing the dinner conversation like families do. And she goes, oh, 
I, uh, it turns out we have 41 people coming to Jack's party. And I literally said this. I, I just walked in the door. This is maybe the second thing said to me besides, hey, dad, what's up? You know, that kind of thing. And I couldn't resist myself. Michelle, I go, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> like, and I just sat there to the point where even the kids like jumped up They're and like, like <laughs> and she goes, she goes, what? I go, and this is what's, gr- what's both weird and great about my life is that I get to live with a woman who has no concept of what it is to entertain 41 people in your backyard. Like just, and I, and I lost my shit. I just was like, I go, you never, you don't think about this. I go, you, cause you don't, you just get to say, oh, 41 people are coming over. And then the magical fairy being me gets to run around and make sure everything goes okay. Right. And so I go, I got to figure out how to feed these people. I said, you're going to chop up. I was so super condescending. <laughs> this is it, like, I, trust me. It's not lost to me that we're we're still we're we're in the midst of this Me Too movement and uh-huh. all this stuff, and I'm I'm being Captain Chauvin. It's like you just gotta chop up some fruit for a salad. I gotta <laughs> I gotta cook tri-tip and all this. I gotta do burgers. Yeah. And hot well, dogs. that's the thing is that normally we we don't do burgers and hot dogs. I probably should have, but but I've done tri-tip. So there are some people who are used to coming over, and and I'll grill it. And I've learned this trip uh, this trick from a caterer at my brother's wedding. My dad learned it, and then he eventually taught it to me. Is that you cook a tri-tip to about 140, 145 degrees, right. wrap it in foil, stick it in a foil-lined ice chest, and then the ice chest insulates it, and it kind of cooks out in the ice chest while it rests, and oh, it is wow. so juicy and really? so moist and so perfect. We're going to have to come over for tri-tip. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. And so uh, so I was like, I'm so pissed. And so then we, so she, that's why all of the stuff happened with that. And so this coupled with the fact that Father's Day weekend is the weekend of my son's actual birthday. Mm-hmm. Where there's always a joke, depending on where Father's Day lands, is that if his birthday lands on Father's Day, I tell him, I'm so sorry, son. I am your father, and this supersedes your birthday, so we have to skip your birthday this year because it's my day. It's my day. <laughs> it's for me. So he, uh, so we were up at my dad's cabin because he did a fishing tournament, and there was the kids had a recital on Saturday, so they came up. I was there Friday. It was it was we stayed there through Wednesday. It was a whole ordeal. We come back. I set up a pool so that I got a bouncy slide pool thing, an inflatable sl- water slide, right? And then I had the pool. I needed both because I had twenty kids coming. And 20 kids could not be entertained on that slide. And uh, and the other kids would, uh, or and 20 kids wouldn't fit in the pool either. Right. So, you had so to, I needed both. You had to split them. And we had done a smaller party for Jack, which had about 25 people. And it literally worked out where half the kids were on the slide and half the kids were in the pool. Like mm-hmm. the older siblings usually would be in one end. And then they would, like, just naturally, it would switch. It was right. great. So I set up to, I, I drive home early. Uh, it's a six hour drive from my dad's cabin. I get on my setup. I, I'm putting up the pool the same day. I get it all inflated and it's all filled. And then Thursday I come out and it's lower. And I was like, what the hell? I was so <laughs> proud of myself. And I, and Jacob, my older son is out there with me and I, and I can't figure it out. And then he goes, Oh, there's a hole. I was like, what? And I, I, you push one of the walls of the pool back, which normally you can't do. And there's literally a three inch hole right wow. on the seam, which means I can't patch it. I've got 40 people coming to my house on Saturday, a bouncy slide, and that's it. And I was like, <laughs> so I start draining the thing. And and uh, and because I'm only working essentially one day a week and I just made this transition, right? Finances are a little tight in the washroom house. So I'm sitting there going, this is going to be even more expensive. <laughs> so I'm like sitting there. I'm like, crap, man. And so I, I, I I'm, it's draining out just through like essentially a hose spigot. Right. And I go, well, I'm, I can't save this pool. So thankfully, at least I had the the presence of mind to be a decent enough father to call my sons from inside the house where they were playing Fortnite. 
and I pull them out and I say, boy, stand right here. And I go, watch this. And I take a utility knife because it's a vinyl pool and I make essentially a five inch cut like right across the bottom and, and 4,000 gallons of water just come gushing into the backyard right at them. And they're like, ah, this is great. So I, cause I wanted to, I wanted to drain all the water. So we had a day to let it evaporate and absorb in. I get all that done. I pull the pool aside. I'm feverishly looking on my phone to try and uh, get another pool because we had, we had stuff we had to, they, uh, Jack, Jacob had football practice that night. So I found a pool at Target. I bought it. It was $300 to buy a pool. It's not the same as the one that I had. So I, I it's one that has to have these like splines like you set up all right. around. It's got rigid sides. and It looks pretty sturdy. It is. Uh, but if you look at it, so I'm at, and then the kids had a football camp, a Rams football camp on Friday from like 8 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. Which is another video that's hilarious, by the way, if yes. you see your son's uh, touchdown dance. Yeah, they let him celebrate. They you got to see it. They he made one of the guys like totally crack up. He did. That, and Jack was doing it too. I just couldn't get a clean enough video of Jack's, but they, they became the guys who would score their touchdown. These guys were great. They were doing this camp. They would they would encourage them to okay let me show your football celebration you know right. your end zone dance your touchdown and they go, okay and they did one where he did like almost like a, a hula type dance where he was hip hopping it up and then the, then the next time he went through he puts the ball behind his back and he's looking at him and he kind of bends his knees and he just stares at them and then the ball he drops the ball from behind so from the front <laughs> it looks like he just shat out the ball. Uh, and then the guys just lost their minds. They thought it was hilarious. It was really funny. So, uh, but Friday morning, I wake up with an like a humongous pain in my like lower abdomen. Like I'm in, I'm in. So it feels like gas pain though. I'm sorry to get a little TMI. Oh, you here. got your period? I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was having menstrual cramps and labor pains. It was exactly like that giving feeling? birth. I told my wife at one point in the afternoon. I go. By the way, I go. I feel like this is exactly what giving birth. She's like, no, yeah, she just said, it's no. really not. No, it's not. <laughs> I go, yeah, but I'm getting it in my lower She's back. She's like, no, it's really back. not. I think I'm getting back labor pains. <laughs> and she goes, shut up. Uh, so I go off for a Friday and then, I, and then I'm literally like setting up this pool because now I got to set it up. Everybody's coming. I still got to cook 12 and a half pounds of tri-tip. <laughs> and so because what I was going to do is cook it and then I was going to slice it kind of thin and then I was going to make like an au jus and stick it in a slow cooker so that as people are coming and going in the party, they can make food whenever they want it. Right. So I, I'm doing this. I literally in the middle of setting up this pool just have to lay down for like five minutes because I'm feeling so crappy. Was so bad. It was bad and I just felt tired. It was no bueno. And I'm telling this all for a reason, not only to express so you can laugh at the, my pain and suffering for a seven-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> if my father... Woke up with a headache on my birthday. Goes, Barty's canceled. Like, I'm out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Call your friends. That's probably being unfair to my dad. Uh, I was a pretty spoiled kid. But anyway, uh, in the love department. But so, uh, so I'm, I finally get the pool set up. I get the tri-tip cook. I wake up Saturday morning. She's like, how you feeling? I'm like, good. My wife is telling me, you got to go to the ER. You got to go to the ER. I go, and all I kept saying to her is, Natalie, I don't have time to go to the <laughs> ER. We have all these people coming, right? So we go through the whole thing, and then uh, Saturday I'm fine, Sunday I'm fine. Sunday night, I mean, fine is in there's a little discomfort, but nowhere near the pain. I had a low-grade fever on Sunday of 99. Sunday night, just at 8 o'clock, hits me like a ton of bricks. I spike a fever of 101.3. I'm, like, shivering in my bed. I nice. warm up. The pain comes back. Uh, so I'm like, all right. So I go to sleep. I sleep all night. Wake up in the morning. Pain's still there. I'm supposed to work on Monday. I go, I can't go to work. I go to urgent care. They're poking around on me. They ask me if I have a history of diverticulitis. Mm -hmm. And anybody who's been through this has probably already kind of see, he sees the train coming down the tracks. And I go, I don't even know what that is. I've never heard of it. They said, well, do you have your appendix? I said, no, that was taken out in 2003. They're like, well, then it's not that. 
and they were just they were they were stumped. Right. One one doctor went and brought another doctor in. I've never had that happen. <laughs> he comes and pokes around. Doesn't on Doesn't make you feel great. Yeah, when the doctor can't figure out what's going on. And so he says, "Well, do me a favor, stand up and bounce on your toes." And I bounce up and down on my toes, and he goes, "Any discomfort?" I said, "None whatsoever." He goes, "Well, that that's not diverticulitis. If there was something in there, you would have discomfort." Mm-hmm. So he goes, "Let's run some blood tests. See if your white blood cells count." white blood cell count of spike, then that would be a sign of an infection. And then we would go from there. He goes, I don't want to do any imaging to expose you to radiation if we don't need to. I was like, all right. I told the other doctor, I said, by the way, when they, when I had appendicitis, they tested my blood and the white blood cell count wasn't spiked then either. I mm-hmm. said, then when they did a CAT scan, they found out that my appendix was inflamed. So she was like, okay. They called me three hours later, said blood test came back normal. They said, just if you have a fever again, that spikes above like 102, go into the ER if the pain comes back and it's in, you know, really uncomfortable, go to the ER, she said. But I think it's just a bug or something that you have in your gut. And so I was like, all right. Natalie's doing a follow-up appointment for her surgery. Worsham's are falling apart. And so <laughs> she tells the same surgeon that did my hernia surgery. He goes, oh, how's Justin doing? And I said, uh, and she goes, because, oh, this is a whole other thing, which I can say now. But Natalie found a lump in her boob. Uh, like a month and a half ago, they had it. So she had her I'm way abbreviating her, like right. wrestling with possible breast cancer for my discomfort. <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, so, but anyway, long story short, they had her removed. She's fine. Everything's benign. <laughs> <laughs> they took it out. She's back good. to me. Uh, <laughs> but so she's there for a follow up after they had her lumpectomy, and and he said, "I was stressed." He goes, "Oh, he's got this pain in his gut," and she goes. He goes, oh, well, he could have diverticulitis. He should come in. And she goes, oh, no, they had him bounce up and down on his toes. And he and the guy, the surgeon just gave him like a come on face. He goes, he needs to get in here now. He comes, I go to straight to his office after she calls me. And I was on my way to the grocery store because they told me to eat liquids only to be safe. I was going to go make myself a caramel milkshake. And uh, <laughs> I was going to get stuff at the grocery store. And she goes, come here. So I go there. He literally pushes twice on the left side of my colon. So anybody who ever goes to this, just be aware. He pushes twice. And it was so painful. And he goes, oh, yeah, you got diverticulitis. <laughs> that he was goes, all he needed. That's all he needed. Didn't even glove up. And he goes, and I said, he goes, we got to get you on antibiotics now. He said, because if this gets bad, if it gets too uh, infected, it could perforate, in which case I have to take out about seven inches of your colon. Yeah, you have to walk around mom. with a colostomy bag for a couple months. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's not good. And um, I later found out that a friend of mine who had a lot of issues with diverticulitis had the surgery and actually had complications from the surgery and passed away in their early 50s. Yikes. So I was like, balls, man. And so thankfully he went, he got me on the antibiotic, got the imaging. He called me back. He goes, you have an extremely severe case of diverticulitis. So just keep taking the, uh, the thing. I went on a liquid diet for a week. No more popcorn uh, nuts, at least for a, a couple months. Is that what caused it? Like, do you he know says the what biggest, caused it? They don't know. He said, but the biggest culprits are usually seeds, popcorn, or nuts. He goes, popcorn being number one. He mm-hmm. goes, because the little pieces get into the diver, di- diverticula in the colon and then it stays there in that little side pocket mm-hmm. and it gets inf- uh, infected and inflamed and then can eventually burst. Yikes. Yeah, it's good times. So, it's been a crazy couple weeks. At the yeah, that's house. why I was annoyed by the squishy shark in the goodie bag <laughs> is my point. I was dying, Michelle. <laughs> I love the squishy shark. <laughs> the squishy shark was so cool. <laughs> uh, all right, let's take a break. I'm sorry I talked forever. Oh, no, my gosh, like a half hour. Um, but, yeah, if you want to see those videos, go check out uh, Dad Podcast. Or maybe we could share them on our page. Yeah, we can put them I on put, our I'll page. I'll put them on the Facebook page at mm-hmm. uh, Sideshow Podcast with Michelle and Justin. Or I think you put 
Justin and Michelle when you yeah made Justin it, right? and Michelle's side show we swap uh, billing that's how we do it that's it oh I talk too much I'm sorry uh, but so I don't mind it I well I it's it's always going to be why did my TV turn off uh, it's always going to it's it's my um, my flaw my mom always told me she goes oh my god you talk so much oh my god you talk so much. <laughs> And there was a little bit of me that uh, was happy about it because uh, as I grew up, I made money talking. Well, it helps when you're a comedian. Yeah, yeah. So you that know, that, really that, that helped me a lot. I was going to ask you first, how oh. uh, before we go, how is the um, the real estate stuff going? Real estate is going pretty good. I've got some buyers and uh, we're trying to find um, some places for them. I'm up to four buyers now. It's like a warsome family business. We are. We had, I'm actually doing later on today on the day of this recording, I'm uh, showing a place in Simi Valley. Yes, uh, I saw for pictures a fellow of that agent. Place. And uh, we did it for the same agent. I'm, I'm sitting in on an open house for her. And what, what happened was Natalie. So my wife does home loans. If anybody in the Southern California, actually, she could help anybody anywhere with your home loan. Uh, if you need help with a home loan, reach out to uh, me. Uh, my, my wife's name is Natalie Warsham. She works for a local credit union here. She's great. She knows her stuff. She is fabulous. We got ripped off by her cousin when we were buying our house. Really? And so Yeah. So now we do a thing where she, she'll even look at your loan docs, and she's had customers that she's been helping for 10 years now and never done a loan for them because they bring her the documents or the, the rate and all that stuff. And she says, yeah, I can't beat that rate. Or she'll say... Do this. Say that you want to do this because that the the fees that they're charging that's a little bit much for what's being charged right now. And she'll get them like save them five hundred bucks on their fees wow. and stuff. She's amazing. She really knows her stuff. I've had my license for seven years now, but I I never really activated because I was doing property management and other stuff. I bought and sold houses for myself. My dad was a flipper and a real estate investor as I was a kid growing up. But so this is technically my first venture into being an actual agent, mm. not just working with them, but. We like it. So my kids came with me for the open house. We got them dressed up in nice shirts. That's awesome. They gave out the flyers. And uh, it was funny because Jacob, my older son, asked if he could go with me for this one, too. That's so cool. I think it, it, it's, it's fun, right? To be I a little cute a family fun. business. I uh, think it's, it's great. Yeah. And I, I think the kids could be like, they can go and say, hey, and this would be, could be a little kid's room. And here <laughs> you could do this. You could put well, a racing <laughs> bed over here. I think she only, maybe we could put it on uh, our Facebook too. I'll have to get access to it. She, while I was closing up and cleaning up, Natalie had Jack and my son, older son, Jacob, take them, take her on a tour, a, ver- a video tour awesome. of the house. Mm, it got a little macabre. Like my young, my six, <laughs> then six year old, now seven year old, he came into the laundry room and he goes, and this is where you could hide the body. <laughs> So I'll post I just that think it's great. on the Facebook page. Uh, what a but, great little family business. Oh, it's it's fun. We're going to have a good time today. But that's our show. We'll see you guys all next week. Uh, you can find uh, me on Instagram at Dad Podcast. I also, if you want to see like any open houses or things, I'm trying to be more active on social media on Instagram uh, at Home with Justin. If you want to check that out, and, and you can, uh, and you can find you what on Twitter, Twitter at iPodcastJustin, iPodcastJustin. You can find me on Twitter at Prod Michelle or uh, Princess's Instagram at PGK the Chi. I got to tell you, if you are checking this out, and I'm not just saying this because the lady's sitting right across from me and within striking distance. Uh, now that I'm more active, especially on Instagram in particular, it is hilarious the <laughs> posts that you put because they're all. 
from Princess's perspective, yeah. and I never knew that was really like part of it. That's the way I do. There's it, a yeah. great shot of Michelle enjoying a spa day where it's like mom's having a spa day, so dad's babysitting. Right. <laughs> Which, as a father, I took offense to that. You don't babysit <laughs> when you're the dad. <laughs> I love it. But uh, give us a like on Facebook at uh, Sideshow Podcast with Justin and Michelle. There. And subscribe to our podcast so you get yes. the new episodes every week. Yes. Click that subscribe yeah. button. I think that's it. All right. That's it. See you next week.